When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another video and po- a podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. As we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 11, it's team reveal time um, where myself and Fantasy Football Scout's deputy, Tom Freeman, will be revealing our early thoughts for Game Week 11 and our transfer plans. Uh, today, we have a special focus on the best captain with Sa- Salah and Haaland in our thoughts. That's especially pertinent for those who don't have one of those in their team. So they probably go for one of them and they might want to justify the decision or... They might want to do something ambitious with their transfers and get them both in. Uh, Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Um, Wildcard was done last week, so a bit less to think about now, but still considering one transfer potentially. Um, So we'll have a look at that a bit in a bit when we when we have a take a look at my team. Uh, Um, Yeah. So I uh, I wildcard in game week eight um, and game week eight. uh, nine, I held it. Game week 10, I used my two free transfers to get um, Neto and uh, Madison out for Saka and Adingra. Um, I right. think I'm uh, marginally down because Neto got something, but he's now injured. So in a way, yeah. I'm quite pleased I did that move, got removed Neto, because that would have been a, uh, a player that I had to remove this week anyway. Um, but um, yeah, so that was quite um, that was quite good. I had a, a small red arrow. I'm down to about 200k um at the moment but uh it's about time i i think i am quite keen to make a transfer but we'll come to that in a set where when we have a look at our teams and uh, reveal the transfer that i'm i'm sort of eyeing up um but first let's have a look at the fixtures um so the next six so these are the players we sort of should have in mind um uh, brighton absolutely top next six everton sheffield united nottingham forest chelsea brentford and burnley and then crystal palace another good set of fixtures burnley everton luton West Ham, Bournemouth, and then Liverpool gets a bit tough for that. And then Nottingham Forest have good fixtures. Aston Villa, West Ham, Brighton, Everton, Fulham, Wolves up for them. Then Wolves, but they are netto lists, so I'm not sure where their um, goals are going to come from or whether their assists are going to come from. Sheffield mm. United, Tottenham, Fulham do have Arsenal in game week 14, then Burnley, Nottingham Forest. Uh, Manchester United have a nice little run. Uh, remember them? Uh, they were big ones. So Fulham, Luton and Everton. Um, and then further down the table, Luton have the absolute pits. 
Um, they got Liverpool, Manchester United, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Arsenal, Man City in the next six. That's awful. Chelsea, pretty bad as well for improving sort of game week 16. They've got Tottenham, Man City, Newcastle, but then they, uh, then Brighton and Manchester United, then Everton in game week 16. And Liverpool, nice couple of nice fit set of fixtures. They're a bit lower down this table because they've got Man City in game week 13. But nevertheless, they've got Luton away next, then Brentford, Man City game week 13, and Fulham. Sheffield United and Crystal Palace. It's a lovely run there. So uh, I look at all of that and I think, oh, Brighton for attackers, Crystal Palace for defenders, Liverpool for defenders and attackers. Uh, Man City are worth mentioning. They've got Bournemouth next before they have Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham. It's a bit of a tough run. Then they do play Villa and then Luton in game week 16. And Chelsea and Luton and Bournemouth look like a bit of an avoid for me. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a shame there isn't some better performing attackers at those teams near the top of the ticker. Mm. We need Eze back for Palace, don't yeah. we? Because there's nobody else there you're going to be looking at. Forrest, I want to, he was back on the bench at the weekend, but I still don't. I mean, Gibbs White is another option there, which you could look at. I'm not quite there with him yet. Neto isn't, you know, available yeah. for Wolves next week. Man United, you know, nobody's going to really go for Fernandez or Rashford on current form, I don't think. So we're... There isn't loads of options from those teams, which makes me look at Brighton. Yeah, um, I think we both own Adingra. Um, I think Matoma's a great option there as well. I think people who went with Jao Pedro last week, I think they'll probably get a start this weekend. Um, and then it's the Liverpool and City attacks, isn't it? But I think yeah. um, Palace defence mm. certainly is where I'll be looking. And I've got yeah. Gahey. And if yeah. you if you want a, to plug in a 4.5 defender, which you can play, mm-hmm. what, probably four weeks, maybe even five weeks, or the next five game weeks, you could probably play yeah. him in each, each week fine. So yeah. that, that would kind of take care of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm look, I've got Anderson and I'm, I could even I'd probably play him most of those weeks, if not all of them. Burnley, Everton, mm-hmm. Luton, West Ham, Bournemouth. Probably I probably wouldn't play him in the West Ham game because I well, currently own Bowen. But the rest yeah. of them, yeah. I mean, especially the promoted sides, Burnley and Luton, yeah. and uh, Bournemouth aren't a promoted side. Well, they were once, but um, not last season. They're as bad. They're as bad as them. But yeah, they're as so. bad as that. So Bournemouth, <laughs> Luton, and Burnley. Yeah, that's yeah. the time I would be playing uh, Anderson. In your case, Gahey. There. Mm. So, yeah, so um, it, there's going to be a fixture swing. We're sort of in the midst of fixtures and there's the swing hasn't quite happened yet. So game week 16 time, there looks to be a bit of a fixture swing. Game week 14, arguably as well. Brentford play Luton, some BOMO could be my thoughts then. Um, yeah. But as we discussed on the goals imminent video, um, when Brentford play a 3-5-2 and BOMO does shine, um so they've got West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal. They tend to play that formation when they have tough games. So even now could be in BOMO time. Yeah, I think there's no problem. If you if you don't want to book a transfer in and you're looking forward to making a midfielder move now, I think that Mbomo yep. said a few weeks back that these games could suit him. So yeah, no problem bringing him in now. Um, let's have a look at um, the captaincy debate. Um, so before we have a look at our teams for reveal who we've got here um i've done a bit of a comparison between um salah and harland i think they're going to be the main captain so you if you own both you've got a decision if you only own one you've got an easy decision but you might get a bit of fomo for not owning the other one because harland was 70 percent effective ownership i think of, um in game week 10 which was a wow uh because the captaincy was largely on salah but it's going to be different 
So if you don't own Haaland, you, you, this is what you buy into. You, he's probably going to be about 160% effective ownership. That's going to take up captaincy. Um, but yeah, price-wise, there's obviously a big difference. Um, Salah, 12.8, is a midfielder. Um, Haaland, 14.1. But then XG, Haaland's in a... Yeah, it's 10.22 is XG over the season. And Salah is 7.41, so you're getting more there. But Salah has got the expected assist potential, 2.98. Haaland, negligible, 0.92. But if you were to add those two up... Um, Salah's only just behind Haaland in terms of expected goal involvement. Um, so um, both great options. Uh, Salah plays Luton and then um, Haaland plays Bournemouth at home. Luton away game for Salah. So, um, yeah, looking at those stats, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean I've already seen your team, so I know, I know you're going to captain Haaland. But, but which, um, are you in any way thinking of captain Salah instead of Haaland? I'm not actually. I'm not. I'm not really overthinking this one. I'm. I'm kind of. I've been. I've always had this game week in mind for Haaland captaincy. Nothing from I've that I've seen from Bournemouth recently would would sway me on that. You know, Haaland is a different beast at home at the Etihad. Grealish was back at the weekend. I think getting him back and another creator in the team is really going to help him. Salah has more of that all-round threat. You can see from the numbers there, he's taken on that creator role as well as that goal threat. Luton, I mean, really bad away. I do think they put up a bit more of a fight at Kenilworth Road from what we've seen. Yeah, I've only seen them in four games at home, but from what I've seen, they seem to make it a little bit more difficult for their opponents. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I wouldn't have a problem if I don't own Haaland, Salah's my captain this week. But yeah. because I own both, I'm going to back the home player, especially as well as, as Man City have got this week off as well. They're not in Carabao Cup action at all, so it'll be a full rest for Haaland. Yeah, um, I put some other stats up on the on the screen here. I'll just read them out for those listening on the podcast version. Um, Luton at home this season um, are averaging 1.2 expected goals conceded, so just over a goal they're expected to concede each of their home matches this season. But however, Bournemouth away, much, much worse. Their expected goals conceded is 2.60. So they, they're con- expected to concede at least two, maybe three goals in all of their away games. Haaland is good. <laughs> and is, is uh, I mean, to put it mild, I mean, I mean, just put it mildly that Haaland's good. Um, yeah. Was he was number was he number two in the Ballon d'Or behind Messi? He was, yeah, last and, night, and he certainly yeah. won the the goal the goal score award. Mm. Um, and he's against this, so yeah, it's a no brainer here. Bournemouth away is twice as bad as Luton at home in terms of defence. Yeah, and I think they're obviously Bournemouth are trying to yeah. implement this new approach under um, the new manager. Mm. They make a few mistakes at the back. They're trying to play out from the back and I'm not sure they've quite got to grips with that and City are just going to pounce on that, I think. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, that's made my mind up. These sort of captaincy analysis always help make my mind up. I think I did that the other day when I I was going to captain Son and then went for Salah and it was doing this sort of uh, analysis that helped me looking at the opponents. Um, And in that case, I favoured Salah against the tired Brighton side defence. um, Sonner, Sheffield United, yeah. didn't he, at home? And he blanked, he, didn't he? And mm. even though it was, I just thought that Sheffield United would 
have a go at it. But I felt yeah. Brighton's defence would just be knackered. So we will uh, go on to your team. So for the benefit of those um, listening to the podcast version, um, can you read out your players um, and say your, your captaincy plan, which I've already revealed, um, and also what uh, possible moves you might be making? Yeah, so I wildcarded last week, so um, it feels fairly well set up for, for game week 11. Um, I've got Ariola at uh, in goal, three defenders, Cash, Gahey and Simakas, five midfielders, Salah, Adingra, Saka, Martinelli and Son, and then Watkins and Haaland up front with Haaland as my captain. And then on the bench, I've got Strakosha, Taylor, Gabriel and Mubama. Okay. Um, I've got one free transfer, obviously, after after wildcarding. Um, I've got 0.2 in the bank, so not much wiggle room there to no. play with. First thought when I see this team was to save a transfer mm. because why bring the players in? It wasn't just for one week. They were for fixture periods. The only move which might take my kind of fancy on Friday would potentially be trying to target those two fixtures we just spoke about, which is Man City, Bournemouth, Liverpool, Luton, potentially moving Martinelli to a midfielder from one of those sides. So that could be, that could be Foden if we think he starts, that could be Doku Mm -hmm. if we think he starts, that could be Jota if we think he starts at Liverpool, Mm -hmm. which we think he probably does with that awful situation, which is happening with Luis Diaz at the moment. So I'm I'm just thinking that I think I want Martinelli for the week after for Burnley. That's the problem. But if I do if I do want to do something a bit more short term, because the when you play a wild card, your team is generally well set up for a few weeks. So if I can afford to use those transfers on getting a midfielder out and then maybe playing around with that spot a bit, then I then I would consider that. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think yeah. I mean, I look at the team. I, it's like rinse repeat all, all season. Every time I look at your team, I go. Mm. I wouldn't make any move. I just burn a transfer, mm-hmm. um, and I, I do similar here. I mean, these are good. These are good um, players. But yeah, if you're looking at a specific weak link, Martinelli without Jesus, and, yeah, I mean, and there I, are so many other options you could bring in. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I'd be quite happy to leave this team though. Yeah, I did consider the Jesus factor because obviously I only bought Martinelli last week, but I still think he could do well. Um, I thought he played well first half mm. against Sheffield United, but then yeah. there was a lot of rotation in that game, which we didn't foresee, did we? Gabriel, for instance, was um, was dropped and yeah. uh, or rotated. Odegaard as well. Mm. Martinelli only got yeah. 65 minutes. So it was, uh, yeah. I think we targeted the right fixture. Um, yeah. But unless, unless you're Praz who got on on Ketia, we probably picked the wrong player. No, yeah, um, I mean, just but, a, um, a yeah. couple of things there to, to, to remind people of. the. It looks like the um, Gabriel and Odegaard benchings weren't for tactical reasons. They had just totted up the number of minutes they'd done and they had played a, a, a lot of internationals as well as for, the, for Arsenal. And uh, they just were deemed needed a, a rest. So it looks like yeah. both of those will be back. So it's not like Gabriel's been dropped um, like he was at the beginning of the season. Um, but as for myself, as a Gabriel game week one owner, um, I'm, I'm just not going near him. I've just been burnt. And, but I, I wouldn't yeah. read anything too much into, you know, his long-term future because of that, that one benching last week. Um, and the other thing is, is the reason we're talking about Jota is because um, Diaz's parents were kidnapped and his mum has been released. And as, 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 
as we know at the moment, his dad is still in captivity um, and uh, with, with the kidnappers there. And so that means, I mean, he's just in no fit state to play. He will not play. Um, so uh, Jota will most likely be replacing him. Um, I would imagine for at least the next couple of matches, even if there is good news with his family there, um, Diaz is, is not going to be uh, in a fit state to, to play there. Understand, very understandably. Um, there. But yeah, no, I, I, agree, I agree with that move there. I think that's quite good. You've got world's your oyster almost, isn't it? Um, Doku, yeah, well, I guess, um, I guess, yeah, going for the cheaper Adingra and then the more expensive yeah. Martinelli, it maybe gives you a bit more flexibility than if you've got maybe Diaby and Matoma, where you can't quite go up to one of those City Liverpool midfielders. So, yeah, I, I might, I might come to Friday and I might, I might, might pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and also, it's good to keep that slot, that price point because uh, there's Matoma uh, and Bomo yeah. as well. Um, yeah, loads of good midfielders. there, so you yeah. don't want to sort of go go beneath those prices. Mm-hmm. So you can hop on them at any moment. Um, yeah. Okay, here's my team. It's quite similar because I mean, I game week eight wild cards and game week ten wild cards are very similar. There were a few yeah. changes. Um, game week ten wild cards a bit more Arsenal, and Simakas is probably there. Um, yeah. And whereas um, there's a bit more Spurs probably with the game week eight wild cards, and that, so that that's indicative here. So for the benefit of those listening on the podcast, I've got Ariola in goal in a three-five-two with Porro against Chelsea, Cash um, and Anderson from Crystal Palace uh, playing at the back line. Then I've got Salos, my vice captain, Son, Saka, Bowen. Um, so instead of your Martinelli, I've got Bowen, and then I have got Dingra as well, who. I envisage moving on to Palmer. I kind of like that price point. I like Chelsea's fixtures soon, but not yet. And Adingra is a great placeholder there, especially while Brighton's fixtures are good. I've got Watkins up front and Haaland, who is my captain. On my bench, I've got Turner, um, who I can't... Well, he may still play, but I'm not going to play him against Aston Villa at home. Uh, Dan Byrne, uh, Archer and Lamptey, Tarek Lamptey. Tarek Lamptey, like a Stupinan, have been seen back in sort of on the um, sort of back in. They're just all due back. So when I say back in training, they're not back in full first team training, but they're due back very soon. They do seem quite hopeful um, that that one or both of those will return soon. So the way I look at it here, I've got point two in the bank. Um, the two targets I have are a Stupinan if he is fit for Poro. Because Lamptey will likely deputise for him. Yeah, so you should get one of them. Should get one of them each week. Yeah, but the chances are with a stupid man, if he doesn't start, he'll come on if he is fit. So if mm. he is fit, I would be getting ahead a, a bit ahead there. Um, and uh, Poro, like with Dan Burn at Arsenal, I don't think I need. I don't think I need them for the time being. So Tottenham's fixtures are Chelsea, Wolves. That which is good, and then Aston Villa, Man City, West Ham, and Newcastle. I mean, that's doesn't it's not a clean sheet run that one. Um, and similarly with Newcastle, they've got Arsenal, but then they've got Bournemouth, but then they've got Chelsea, Manchester United, Everton, and Tottenham. Once again, it doesn't scream a whole bunch of clean sheets, some maybe yeah, one or two. And so, I can't see me either wanting to play them that much. So, Poro and Burn, I don't mind playing Poro at home to Chelsea this game but I might be looking to move into a Stupinan at some point. So Simakas, yeah, for me, Simakas yeah. is the catch-up player to catch up with the gaming 10 wildcarders. He's going to play while Robertson's out. Dan Burns, Simakas, 
and then play Simakas and put Poro on my bench is probably the way I'll go. Poro's yeah, save, first, a bit, save a bit of money. Save a bit, get a bit of, money. of money in the bank. I've got, um, I think Simakas has gone up to 4.6. I think yeah. Burn is 4.6 in my team. I'm not sure. And I've got 0.2 anyway. Anyway, I can just about afford that. Um, and then Poro is my first sub, I think. Um, Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I think that, like you say, I think Spurs and Newcastle's fixtures now, mm. we've had, we've been, we've been on their defences for a while yeah. and it's maybe now it's time to start transitioning yeah. away to, if you haven't got a Palace defender, absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, yeah. Or Simakas, who's a, a bit of a gift, isn't he? Even at 4.6 yeah. million, given that Liverpool have still got, even after this week, you know, Brentford, Fulham, Sheffield United, fixtures which you can play in them. Yeah. It's taken a few set pieces, looks a great option. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing, I mean, uh, uh, the thing that will change that, I mean, so in, in my head, I've got burned to Simakas, done. But if Deserby comes out and says a stupid man been training all week, absolutely magic. I'm going to put him straight in. Then mm. that will be hard to resist. But I suspect that won't happen. I suspect yeah. it will be more. Oh, he's starting to return. Maybe this week. Maybe next. Um, I'm not sure. So I sort of I've got Poro to Stupanan in mind, and they're both similar price. I think in my team, so I can do that move. Um, and then future moves. Um, Bowen is West Ham need to improve and Bowen to either Matoma or Bomo not this week but possibly from next week onwards I'll be considering that move the more the more that goes on the more I'll be considering that and Matoma against Sheffield United yeah. might might cause cause me palpitations so it's a great Bowen. fixture it's a great fixture isn't it I mean Brighton have got this Ajax game yeah. three days before, but you will go into that deadline having that information yeah. about who played yeah. what minutes in that one. Um, yeah, so we, which would obviously sway me to a Stupinan. Stupinan could be fit there. But the problem mm. with the Bowen move is that Bowen plays Nottingham Forest at home that week. Also another good fixture. Um, so I probably wouldn't do that move 
Um, but yeah, yeah I think it, dep- it. It, it depends what you see from Bowen, though, doesn't it? And this game again, yeah, yeah. this this weekend as well against Brentford, because yeah. uh, West Ham haven't looked good over the past two matches. So if they have another game where they lose and don't score, you might be more tempted to, to make the move then. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just one of these. This is one of those weeks where just start starting to look at players and thinking, will I will I lose patience with them? But not yet. But yeah, so for me, it's it's a very boring, cheap defender move. Burn to Simakas. Wow, no, I think it's a good move. It's a good move in your setup. And yeah, um, yeah I can understand why you do that. I mean, I, I, just looking at your bench there, Joe, I think Archer got dropped at the weekend, isn't he? But I think yeah. we're expecting him to I think we're expecting him to come back in. Yeah, um, and I don't mind. He's always going to be on the bench if he I don't mm. expect more than a couple of points from him anyway. And, you know, yep. and there's not many other options I would expect anything more of at 4.5 strike. I think you've got, nah. you've got the West Ham guy, haven't you? On your... Well, I went from Obama just yeah. to save point two. I I think if he, if I, I was kind of thinking, should I go up to, mm. should I, should I use that money and go up to Archer? But I've got a bit of depth anyway. He yeah. really is the fifteenth man, Obama. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, so I felt like I could, that point two might come in handy. Yeah, yeah. They're, but they're then much of a so you're not going to get a lot of points out of these. Guys. Yeah, but then we've just done we just had an article on Scout about the Xmas schedule and what to expect. And there's quite a few kind of tricky game weeks, midweek rounds yeah. coming up where we're not going to get press conferences from all the, all the teams. We've got Man City and Brentford blanking soon. So it's just something to keep in mind, those benches. we call, I, I called upon mine at the weekend when Gabriel didn't play, and I think that we might be using them a bit more mm. in the coming weeks. So, the, so that is maybe something to think about in some setups, mm. trying to get 14 players who are at least going to get minutes. You might be all right with that last slot. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, we're, we're coming into that period, aren't we? That we, yeah. we know well. Yeah, fixture congestion, a... rotation. No. Yeah, that's a that's um a, a good I um you know good advice, and also we're talking about investing in Brighton for Sheffield United uh, in game week twelve. Um, yeah, rotation, rotation, rotation. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's what you you, you have to buy the ticket, don't you? Yeah, no. so yeah, that's, that's but what I mean... we're lying to. Yeah, there's a lot of upside with that specific fixture. So I get why people would do it. I'm just saying that if you have got yeah. maybe two players who aren't playing any minutes on your bench, yeah, you might yeah. want to look at that now yeah, or definitely. in the next no, next week or two. That's really good no. advice. And there's plenty of cheap options, as we spoke about. You've got the Palace yeah. guys, uh, very yeah. good, handy defenders on the bench. And Simakas for Liverpool is a bit of a gift. Yeah, and even if, you, even if you want to go cheap, Branthwaite was superb for Everton at the yeah. weekend. And, and players like that, you can, who are probably going to keep their places, play 90 minutes, and that's yeah. all you want, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, um, uh, good luck, everyone watching and listening um, uh, with the game week. Um, good luck, Tom. Good luck to myself as well. Um, and yeah, also, uh, do remember to press that like button. And do remember to uh, subscribe if you're not subscribing already to keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts all week. Um, Thanks a lot for your time. Uh, See you next week. Thanks, Joe. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.